everybody, welcome back to another edition of Raptor Recap here inside Nebraska with me, as always, Steve Mark. I'm Zach Carpenter. And today, Steve, we got to talk to Glenn Thomas for the first time, the Huskers' mm -hmm. new assistant coach, the co-offensive coordinator, and the quarterback's coach. A um, little background, just real rapid fire. Uh, Glenn Thomas, he worked at the Division II level. I believe it was Midwestern State. He worked there um, for seven seasons as an assistant coach and eventually assistant quarterback's coach with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, he moved to uh, Temple. He, he was on the staff's rules staffs at both Temple and Baylor um, in three different roles, uh, the quarterback's coach, then co-OC quarterback's coach, mm -hmm. and eventually OC, I believe. Um, and then he went to UNLV and Arizona State, where he was the OC and quarterback's coach there. And then he returned to the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, last season during 2023 as an offensive assistant. Mm -hmm. And now he's at Nebraska in a role that's very familiar to him. And uh, he's, he, as he said today, uh, he's seen it at all levels. Yeah, and I think that's going to be something that benefits the Nebraska quarterback room as it stands right now, three scholarship players, a lot of them young. I know Heinrich Harburg's entering his fourth year, I think it is, but he's still young in terms of on-field um, action, how many snaps he's played. He's only uh, played last year. And then also the two true freshmen, Dylan Riola, everybody knows him. Daniel Kalen, everybody knows him. Those guys have taken zero snaps in college ball, so we don't really know what we're getting with those guys yet. But um, I, what I liked with, about Glenn Thomas, what he talked about is building quarterback play, starting from where they are at, meeting them where they're at, and then just building them, uh, building them up. Um, you know, some, you, you, sometimes you don't want a quarterback coach to come in and start saying, you need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do that. That's not what uh, Glenn Thomas is trying to do. He wants to create as much or, or as, as fewest uh, gray areas as, as there can be. And he talked about a gray area mm -hmm. being that's right. something that's a, a bit more complex that, that maybe you, you see more at the NFL level with Matt Ryan. He, uh, using Matt Ryan as an example, uh, Glenn Thomas said there was a lot of gray area with uh, Matt Ryan. There's um, more of a dialogue back and forth. For sure. It sounded like yeah. he was talking about it as it was, it was more of a business relationship, almost like a partnership in the NFL as opposed to yeah. college where it's more like mentorship and like teaching. For sure. And, and once you get to the NFL level, of course, there's teaching going on. But you're talking about a, a, a veteran guy, an older guy. He has a mortgage. He has a, a house. He has a family. He's been playing this game his entire life. Uh, it's a little bit different when you're talking about guys like Dylan Riola and Downey Kalen who haven't been playing this uh, quarter, uh, quarterback position there in um, for very long at this, especially at this level mm -hmm. right now. So he wants, uh, Glenn Thomas wants to create more of a black and white picture instead of a gray area for these quarterbacks right now. And that's kind of, you know, when you see this, this happens. When you see that, this happens. That's what Glenn Thomas wants. He, he wants a more black and white instead of that gray area that we talked about. Yeah, and uh, sort of uh, branching off of that is he, he did talk a little bit, I mean, he answered questions about Heinrich Harburg, about mm -hmm. Dylan Rayola, and about Danny Kalen. But uh, not much to go off of off of there from his answers yep. because he said, uh, for the most part, it's just been introductions and sort of initial conversations, getting to know, um, getting to know these quarterbacks, these young guys, like how their brain works, how it operates, and mm -hmm. not too much on-field work because he's not even allowed to do on-field yep. work with them. Uh, maybe some film eval. Um, yeah, I know he he was asked about fixing the turnovers from the quarterbacks <laughs> last year, and he said he hasn't really done too much in-depth evaluation on that, which uh, maybe he hasn't, maybe he has, maybe he hasn't, but. Uh, I'm sure there's a plan. I think that's probably at the very tip top of the list and then a big drop off to what the number two most important thing on, is on his agenda going into next season. And the, the top priority right now is once spring ball actually happens, 
uh, once winter conditioning is over. And by the way, he said, you know, watching these quarterbacks at winter conditioning, what he's really watching for is like who's showing the leadership, who's being loud, who's being vocal, who's at the at the front of the lines uh, during those like brutal mat drills and everything. The guys, the quarterbacks that are doing that are, are you know the ones that the rest of the team will want to follow. They'll want to uh, play hard for. And uh, to everybody's credit, uh, Glenn Thomas said Heinrich Harburg's up there. Dylan is up there. Daniel is up there. So good, good um, job on those those guys on, on that front. But he also said once spring ball happens and these quarterbacks actually uh, get a football in their hands and, and start throwing to these wideouts and, and learning the the design of the offense, reps, reps, reps. That's the only yep. way that they're going to get better is just, you know, playing as many reps as they possibly can in spring ball. So that's going to be kind of an obvious, Captain Obvious moment, but you know it's going to be really important for these guys to get on the field again, get a football in their hands, and start throwing to these guys um, that, you know, start throwing to this team that uh, Matt Rule and company have kind of built this offseason. Yeah, and I mean, the, the sort of next couple weeks, what that looks like, like you just said, uh, the other quote that, um, that he had in there was, we're starting pretty much with page one of the playbook. Yeah. So, it's going to be a lot of install, um, not install because he said we're starting with page one of the playbook, not as in like they're installing an entirely new playbook, mm-hmm. um, uh, but just sort of we're starting fresh. We're starting, like you said, um, and Coach Rule said, what Matt Rule said about Glenn Thomas is he's a quarterback's coach who coaches mm-hmm. from the ground up. Yeah. And it's and sort the, of a perfect transition yeah. to have two true freshmen um, yeah. coming into the and, the and the ground up is, like Glenn Thomas said, was sitting down with Marcus Satterfield, uh, Donovan Riola for the run game concepts, Garrett McGuire, the receivers coach for the passing game concepts. You know, he's going to help, uh, you know, learn all that himself and also kind of add his input, which is going to be extremely valuable, I think, for the offense. Um, but also uh, he, he said that, you know, it's, it's one thing that he needs to do is sit down, learn about his personnel that he currently has, find out what those guys are good at and build upon that, find out what they're not good at and maybe do less of that or try to build on that and try to get them, try to get everything even. as even as even as possible. So that's gonna be uh, pretty important too once uh, spring ball starts here. Yeah, I'm, we don't even have to go in depth on this because this would be a discussion for entirely, you know, make a whole podcast out mm-hmm. of this or a whole um, in-depth story, written story about this, um, about the fact of like rule and apparently Thomas is the first time we've met with him. Um, mm-hmm. The rule has had a um, propensity to have to have an offense, a defense, uh, whatever. They don't. He doesn't try to fit players in pigeonhole players sure. into that offense necessarily. Sure. It's it's more of a. Um, mm-hmm. Collaboration, but uh, what's the word? Just well, kind of um, doing what you guys are. Your guys are good at adjusting doing. to what they're they're sure. doing exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, any coach, uh, any good coach out there will try to do that. They're not going to try to force their players to do something that those players aren't specifically good at. Uh, so it's always meeting the players at where they're at and kind of going from there. And I think Glenn, the addition of Glenn Thomas to the to Nebraska's program and specifically the quarterbacks room uh, with the the pieces, the kind of interesting situation they mm-hmm. have right there with only with uh, three scholarship quarterbacks, that's going to be really important. And last thing, just to touch on real quick, because uh, we met, we talked about this last week with Matt Rule, um, mm-hmm. just what, five, six days ago. Um, Marcus Satterfield, still the OC. Sure. Um, he's also tight end, he's now the OC tight ends coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, this has worked before. And um, and Thomas talked, uh, talked quite a bit about the relationship with Satterfield, saying he has the utmost respect for him, how um, 
there's no ego involved yeah, between the two of them. Yeah, that was an important thing, the no ego part. Yep. Um, you know, kind of coming in, everybody everybody was kind of wondering if Glenn Thomas was going to be secretly calling the plays. Matt Rule kind of shot that down, at least to us he did, and said Marcus Satterfield will be the one calling plays in 2024, and uh, Glenn Thomas will, will be a collaborative, co-being collaborative part, I guess, is a way to put it. Um, but he's going to have his fingerprints on this offense, too. He's, he knows the run game. He knows a play-action game. And, you know, that's, that's going to help quarterbacks grow and learn and develop, too, when you um, kind of understand the full scope of things about uh, if you're a young quarterback, understanding what's happening um, in front of you and why it's happening. I think that's, that's uh, extremely important, too. And just to have one guy in there um, kind of focus on these quarterbacks and not worry about calling plays, designing an offense, that's going to be extremely beneficial. See, Rule got very demonstrative and sure. not like and not like intense, but it's almost like he was annoyed that we were asking about the play calling and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you hired a co-offensive coordinator, and yeah. it's like we were supposed to know that co meant collaborative. It's like, what? You you hired him? Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Like, cool that we got the answer now. Appreciate mm-hmm. that. But like, I don't know why there's the frustration of like, I told you guys before. It's like, yeah, you told us that. Rule and then you went and yeah. hired a co-offensive coordinator. Yeah, Rule clearly pays attention to everything, including media stuff. And I think he was kind of taking a shot and saying, you know, hey, Marcus Satterfield is, like, stop asking me about this. He is going to call the plays and everything. <laughs> and, yeah, for sure. And, quit and, asking. Yeah, and uh, Glenn Thomas is going to be coaching the quarterbacks and having a little bit of input on the design of the offense, just like Garrett McGuire does, just like Donovan Early does in the run game. So, um, you know, I, I, I understand Coach Rule doing that and everything and kind of shut, shutting the door and um, kind of shutting the door on all the rumors that could potentially pop up. Oh, who's calling the plays? Doesn't matter. Mark Satterfield is calling the plays. I still think after the UTEP game, I might mess around and just say, hey, coach, <laughs> first, uh, first question here. Yeah. Zach Carpenter inside Nebraska. Um, who's calling the plays today in the first half and in the <laughs> second half? And he'd just be like, yeah. dude, what are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. we've, I've gone over this a yeah. hundred times, like that line sure. from Zoolander. Derek, are you serious? I just said it. <laughs> so uh, I think we want to do a rapid fire, rapid recap, like a true rapid recap today. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had. Any last thoughts? I don't know about the 49ers offense. He said the illusion mm-hmm. of complexity is what uh, Glenn Thomas appreciates about that Niners offense. Yeah, a rule, rule said that he's always kind of had appreciation for uh, what San Francisco has been doing recently on offense with Kyle Shanahan calling the shots, calling, designing the plays. And the thing that, um, you know, I, I kind of, that was cool to catch was Glenn Thomas was saying, you know, the, the 49ers might look like they do a lot of different stuff, but really it's just how they line up formation. They have a lot of formations. They use a lot of different formations, but usually it's a lot of 12 personnel, some 11, uh, some 13 personnel, a lot of hybrid players who can do a little bit of both using, using motions. Uh, like I said, the formations again, same concepts, same plays really, but it just looks different because the formations look different. There's some, there's some formation, um, di- a lot of window dressing. For sure, involved. a lot of window dressing, yeah. and that, and that um, kind of creates some confusion. It can co- uh, create some confusion for the defense, but at the end of the day, it's the same concepts. It just looks a little different. Yeah, and the San Francisco uh, 49ers, Steve, one last pop, pop quiz notes here before Uh-oh. we get out of here. Did they win the Super Bowl yesterday? The, the... Uh, no, they did not. Who won the Super Bowl yesterday? I think the Kansas City Chiefs did. The, so the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl? Yeah. You're damn right they did. Okay. Right. All that's right. the co- that, that's the composed if, uh, that was the composed awkward celebration. If I wanted to go off here, I would like I you're was last night. You're containing that's why I think I, I don't know if you guys could tell, but my voice is a little off. It's, it feels <laughs> a little hoarse, uh, so that's the reason why I'm screaming at the TV uh, last night as the Chiefs win another one, won their third Super Bowl in the last five years, four Super Bowl appearances in the last six years. After uh, you know, after 20 plus years of just playoff heartbreak and playoff <laughs> embarrassment. Um, 
it's been a good six-year run yeah. for uh, Chiefs fans. They've so had it going on. I'm obviously going to always talk about that anytime that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. So that's my signature sign-off for Steve Mark. I'm Zach Carpenter. We'll catch you guys again next time.